Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Blake. And this is Brian. And we want to take a second to tell you about one of our fine sponsors of the podcast. That is Faith Attire. Faith Attire. That's right. Finding answers in the heart. If you go to faithattire.co right now and browse their catalog, you're going to see something that you love. I guarantee it. That's Brian, right. What's the promo code that people can use today? If you use the promo code NRP116, NRP116, you'll get 15% off any of their goods. Sweet. Check them out, guys. Hi, I'm Frank, the competent one. And I'm John, the smart one. And we're from the podcast relevant to our interests. And you're listening to the Not Religious Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Not Religious Podcast. I'm Blake. I'm Brian. Did you say good morning? I did. Okay. Typically, people listen to these on a Friday morning, oh. from what I have seen. So, okay. But I guess to the people that are not listening to this on a Friday morning, then screw you. I don't. Well, that's me. <laughs> so whenever you listen. Yeah, I don't. So last week, we talked about Mary Magdalene. Yeah. I watched The Da Vinci Code. Bum, bum, you sinner. And I watched Angels and Demons. Oh, you watched both of them? I watched both of them. How could you not? Right. Um, so the third one is not on Netflix, but... Um, There's a third one? Yeah. Inferno. Inferno. That's yes. right. That's right. Um, I forgot about Inferno. Yes. So... I. I'm what do not, you think? I'm, what not you? A, I'm not a Christian anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they told me that was what would happen, and I guess they're right. You're a Hanksonite. I guess. Is that what it's called? I don't, I don't know. know. A, Hanks, a Hankston. For you, Tom Hanks? Yeah, you just followed Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. I just watched Toy Story 4 last night, too. Something amazing. about him. I don't know. Yeah. Something about him. But, you know, when he got out of that pool in Angels and Demons, he's mm. he's ripped, man. He's he's. He was he ripped for that scene. For that scene. I, I wouldn't think? say his daily life consists well, of. No. All right. So, in... In uh, the Da Vinci Code, there's a. I would say he scene. was ripped for that scene. That is how he looks 24 7. No, it is not. Even though those movies came out in 06 and 09. Right. I still believe. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Just like Chris Pratt. Like, Chris <laughs> Pratt gets movie ready and then he goes back to Dad Bot. You're one sandwich away <laughs> from being fat, <laughs> which is a true story. True story. Yeah. Rocket. Rocket. Um, no, I I thought that it was a great movie. Um, I think it's a great like mister mystery murder mystery sure. type of movie. Um it, it it didn't make me change my viewpoint of Jesus in any sense. Because it's a movie. Right. And and I asked Allie, I said, so what what do you think? She was like, even if Even who if cares? who cares? And that's before she finished listening to the episode too. Oh, so really? I was like, okay. So, you know. There you go. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Um, did you get any feedback from the episode? You always get feedback. I, I do. Um, I don't remember getting any feedback about this one. Okay. So, which means everyone hated it. Which Andrew said just this was his favorite. That <laughs> was really? his favorite episode. Okay. He sent you and I both a text. He did? <laughs> oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Or was that the one before? I don't know. I don't it's hard know. to keep up. I know, man. It's 
when you when you're as good as we are, it's Ooh. hard to to keep track of all that. But is that, is that how that goes? Yeah. But yeah. this week, uh, we're uh, there's some recent really hot. I'm talking hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body got every man in here wishing news from the Christian realm of uh, of a former was he a pastor? At, at one point right? in his life, at he was one a point he was. Anyway, he's a Christian author or former Christian author who has since come out and blown up. I think everything. Every, every teenage American evangelical girl yeah, has read, read these books. Read, yeah, read his books. Gotcha. So Christians are in an uproar. Um, imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, so before we get to that and talk about Joshua Harris today, uh, I have a wonderful new story of the week I want to share with everybody. Awesome. We're going to take a trip a few years back in our hot tub time machine. I want a hot tub. I do too. And a time machine. Um, all right. So, Brian, you're familiar with Katy Perry. Of course I am. Are you familiar with the rapper Flame? No, I'm not. Okay. I wonder if Alec is. I meant to ask I know who he is, started. but yeah. I'm not like familiar with his music. From, I'm not either. Um, <laughs> so, so this is why this is this is news to me. Um, all right, Katy Perry found guilty of copying Christian rap song for her hit Dark Horse. Okay. All right, do you remember that song, Dark Horse? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so a jury unanimously ruled Katy Perry guilty of copying elements of Christian rapper uh, Flame's 2008 release Joyful Noise on her 2013 hit Dark Horse featuring hmm. Juicy J. Oh, Juicy. You know who Juicy J is? Yeah. The Three Six Mafia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two-day celebration came to an end Monday, uh, July 29th. The Associated Press reports the case kicked off in 2014 when Flame, born Marcus Gray, and his two co-authors Emmanuel Lambert and Chike. Uh, Watch yourself. Ch- yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pull something. Ch- saying yeah, that name. Chike Ajakus Ajakus sued Perry along with the the song's other five co-writers. That's Man, That's a lot of it takes a lot of people to write a freaking song yeah, nowadays. Um, and four corporations, including Capitol Records and Vivo, for distribution of the song. Gray argued that Dark Horse's memorable beat, comparing it to his track, which features Lecrae and John Riley. Ooh. Uh, Dark Horse was written by Perry and Kate Hudson. Now, is that the actress? It might be. Huh. I don't know. Uh, with production from Dr. Luke. <laughs> Uh, Max Martin. Is he like Dr. Phil? I guess could be. (laughs) Dr. Luke, Max Martin, and Circuit, spelled C-I-R-K-U-T. K-U-T. K-U-T. Juicy J, who wasn't in court, wrote his featured verse. Um, All parties claimed that they'd never heard Joyful Noise. Of course not, because they're sinners, and didn't listen to any Christian rap music. Uh, Um... (laughs) Katy Perry, I watched American Idol this season. Yeah. First of all, she is the one of the most entertaining yeah. people in the world By and the way, weird and interesting. Do I need a coaster for this? <laughs> coaster. Okay, I'm going to set it there. I don't know. This, I no idea. this is your table you made for uh, the podcast. I don't want to mess it up. You built this with your bare hands. I built that city. <laughs> well, if you do need a coaster, I don't have one. Okay. Then. 
hold it in your lap. Anyway, so Katy Perry, you know, other than being just a weird human being, very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of, you know, her parents were pastors. Yeah. She, she started, started out, a, yeah. as a Christian singer. Yeah. Figured out that that wasn't going to work Church for her. Church of God. Yeah. Church of God, girl. I don't know if it was know, or not. We just know someone. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, like, during American Idol, like, she would always, not yeah. always, but, I mean, very frequently, like, reference spiritual things. So, yeah. for you to say that she's not a, a believer in Jesus Christ is is wrong, Blake. Yeah. Anyway, so the anyway. center. <laughs> Uh, so both songs were played during the trial. Perry attempted to lighten up the mood by suggesting to perform her song live when they were met with technical difficulties. That was awesome. I'll play it live right now. Um, the songs can be heard side by side below, but it's best to hear them separately according to this article. So I have the songs pulled up if oh. uh, you want to do some comparing. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who need a reminder, I'm sure you don't, but here is Dark Horse by Katy Perry. So you want to pay? This might get dirty. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Tight right there. Yeah. It was a banger for sure. Um, okay, so that's uh, so that's Dark Horse, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to now pull up a Flame. Okay, Joyful Noise, featuring Lecrae and John Riley. Okay. I heard a lot of words that have tickled many ears. That's why I praise God for the word that we adhere. The word became flesh, lived for 30 years. Died in 33, but after days reappeared. Jesus Christ anointed one ascended in the ear. Or you could say the air where the Father made him heir. Of all things, the throne no was more than a chair. But after our redemption, yes, he did take a chair. Greater than the angels, name superior to theirs. I'm leaning to the right. The light is where I'm running. I thought I wanted like drunk, sexed out and blunted. But all I really wanted was the one who really wanted. Fought death, beat it, gave his life to the public. I love it. I love it. That might have been dirtier than the uh, than the Katy Perry song. Why? I'm just Why was it dirty? You thought it said, dropped the F bomb? I thought you did. I was no. like, whoa. That's did I? Thought. Did, did I? Okay. Thought. Thought. Excuse me. <laughs> well, so where's the similarity? I don't I don't hear it, but apparently she lost in court because of that. That's not as recognizable as no. others. Now, you remember when um, yeah. Blurred Lines yeah. made some, uh, it, was a, it was a Marvin Gaye song, I mm-hmm. think, that they caught that. That was I had straight to, from the Marvin Gaye song. Right, so I had to do uh, a case study on that in my, oh, yeah. my school. Here. Right. But here... I don't know, man. Like, here's the deal. Like, I don't... Katy Perry, okay, she... That's her song. Right. Okay. She she didn't come up with the beat for that song. Right. She didn't come up with all of that backing beat. So, I don't... I guess she's held responsible because she needs to know what her people are doing. Yeah. They need to find the producer 
who produced the beat on that and sue him. Yeah. Well, I don't even see the need to sue him. I think there's enough of a difference there that it, it's it is enough. I I mean I heard yeah. it, but there's can, enough of a difference. I can see where there's. I wouldn't even say it's inspiration because he's obviously not the most well known. I've heard that song before. Going back and hearing, I've that, heard that song. I've heard, I've that heard that Flame. I, yeah. I'm not, I can't name his songs. No. You know, but at the same time, yeah, that's kind of stupid. That, that's reaching. Yeah, it really is. Now. I could understand being upset if they completely took yeah the song yeah not not even the lyrics I'm I'm talking about the beat that that was created yeah but that I mean I could hear it there's, but so, it's, there's it, only so many beats that you're going to be able to do to just like in uh metal there's only so many breakdowns that you can do right and I've heard plenty of songs that I was like that is Strictly copied from another song, and I can play them back to back and show you exactly. Right. And they're not suing each other over it. It's and it stupid. might not be intentional. Yeah. Just like our buddy McSwain. Yeah. With his one song <laughs> and that country song. That was funny. Like they sound a lot alike there in the beginning. That was funny. But, yes. you know, he didn't rip that song off. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he said he never heard it before. I'm yeah. sure he might've heard it before in passing in passing or, sure. or something like that. And you know, something kind of stuck with them. Right. But I don't know. That's just, yeah. that's reaching. It is. It's reaching a little too far, I think. So yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, Katy Perry. For what? No. Why? On behalf of Mr. Flame and, uh, <laughs> and his, uh, immaturity. I'm just going to say it. It's immature. Um, I think your failed rap career doesn't Dang. give you oh doesn't give you an excuse to uh try to take from the big wigs. Listen, dude. Whoa. I like Katy Perry. I do too. She's got but some good songs. You just said this dude had a, f- a failed have, have rap. Heard, that was no. from 08. Have yeah. you heard anything since no, then? No, I haven't. Exactly. He could be do, he could be doing other things. Well. Maybe the Lord called him to do something <laughs> else, Blake. I very well could have. <laughs> and if he hasn't, he Probably oh, should stop being so <laughs> mean to this guy. I'm sorry, Mr. Flame. There you go. Anyway, all right, uh, Brian Joshua Harris. Joshua Before Harris. Before all this happened, mm-hmm. have you heard of Joshua Harris? Yes. Okay, I haven't. <laughs> oh, you have never heard of this guy before. No. Well, I don't read books. No, let alone Christian books. Yeah, I, but the only reason I know who he is is because his stuff got shoved down the throats of youth. For yeah. years, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he was the go-to for, like I said, any, mostly teenage girls. I mean, yeah, because I think that was who he was pandering to. Maybe sure. not pandering. I, I, pandering might be a bad, but writing for or something like that. But it seems to me like, I don't know. It, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I, I'll get into some we'll get stuff into in it. a little bit. So uh, this article comes from foxnews.com. So take that as you will. Well-known Christian author, purity advocate, renounces his faith. Um, So yeah, uh, author Joshua Harris, after announcing the end of his marriage, is now kissing his faith goodbye. Harris, the author author of the bestseller, I Kissed Dating Goodbye, 
a book he authored in 1997 that he later renounced his that he later renounced after shaping purity culture for many millennial believers revealed that he is stepping back from his faith. In an Instagram post, he also apologized for his previously held views, including bigotry to the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, the information that was left out of our announcement is that I have undergone a massive shift in regard to my faith in Jesus. By all measurements I have uh, that I have for defining a Christian, I am not a Christian. Okay. Harris wrote. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the former pastor of, yeah, the former pastor of Covenant Life Church in Gaithersburg, uh, Maryland. Maryland? Maryland. Yes. Uh, recounted several things that he has apologized for in the past. Quote, my self-righteousness, my fear-based uh, approach to life, the teaching of my books, my views of women in the church, and my approach to parenting, to name a few. Uh, but there's one group he's, uh, he specifically wanted to add, and that is the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, quote, I want to say I am sorry for the views that I have taught in my books and as a pastor regarding sexuality. I regret standing against marriage, um, marriage equality for not affirming you and your place in the church and for any ways that my writing and speaking contributed to a culture of exclusion and bigotry, Harris wrote. I hope you can forgive me. Uh, Harris has received mixed reviews, uh, support, and some pushback for his latest announcement. So, as you can imagine, anytime someone who has been held in such a high regard, when it, especially when it comes to Christianity, anytime something like this happens, there is immediate blowback from the Christian community. Um, under oath, we've talked about plenty of times. I mean, this is this. mainstream media here yeah, at Fox is, News. Now, now we're yeah, now we're in the the mainstream. So. Um, What's your what's your thoughts on all this? Well, first of all, I've read a lot of articles about this. Um and it seems like what is not clear is where he's at on his faith. Right. Okay. The man never says he doesn't believe in Jesus or doesn't believe in God anymore. Right. But that's how it's being portrayed. Yeah. He I mean, straight straight up quotes that the popular phrase for what he's doing is called deconstruction. Yeah. This was on his Instagram. But the biblical phrase for what he's doing is called falling away. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid. So I think this guy's eyes, from everything that I've read, from everything that I've seen from his post and not taking the straight line conservative evangelical opinion about this. Cause I have read some harsh, harsh things concerning this. Yeah. I, I think the guy, his eyes have been opened a little yeah. bit to, he talks about, he's seen a lot of corruption. Yeah. He doesn't feel like the church is well represented, represented as it should be from its leaders. Yeah. And there's more than one way to go about pursuing faith. Yeah. And he even says that there's there's more than one way to pursue your faith. So I think he's realized that he doesn't have all the answers that the people who he has looked up to or has mentored him, they do not have all the answers. Right. And he's left reeling from that saying, oh my gosh, what have I been doing? 
and what have I been putting out there? Yeah. And as a responsible person, he's taken it back. Yeah. Or is it, he's admitting his, his mistake. Right. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't either. But I've read many articles who have said that this guy was never who he said he was to begin with. Literally everything I've read has said, well, if he's renouncing his faith now, then he was never a Christian to begin with. Right. And that yeah. he was a poster child or a poster boy, a marketing yeah. ploy, basically. And, you know, he was steered the wrong ways and he fell into the manipulation of people wanting to profit off of him because he was a good communicator, a good writer, yeah. and he fit the mold. Right. And and basically, he was never genuine. He was just a product of church mentality, Christian mentality, which I think a lot of that could be true. I think he could be a product of that Christian, that Americanism, Christian mentality. Yeah. Um, But I have seen so many negative things about what he's doing, and it disgusts me. Yeah. It truly disgusts me because instead of perpetrating the lie that he believes this one way and he believes these things, he's being honest with himself and honest with everyone else. If anything, that's more commendable than sitting back and saying, you know, no, you know, I'm getting a divorce from my wife and, you know, but. I'm I'm a soldiering on and I'm doing this, but I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm for God, I'm for Christ. And basically preaching and writing and doing things that he doesn't believe in, but he thinks are the right thing to do. Right. Which is bull crap, you know? Yeah. Well, I, so everything that I've read, Especially when it comes to the responses, like I just said, it's all, he was never a Christian to begin with. If he is not claiming to be one now, and they love doing that. They love going for that one first. That, Go that, for the that's low hanging fruit. Right. Uh, I think that this is similar to the, the situation where under oath is at, um, but I think it's also similar in the sense of of just because this guy is saying that he is no longer a Christian does not mean that he does not believe in God, um, because we're in this we're in this post Christian time now. Uh, there's a this happens more and more every time you turn around. There are more Christian leaders. There are more Christians. There are more. Uh, Christian bands that are saying we're moving away from that and we're no longer associating ourselves with this because we don't like what this has become. Um, it's not a God thing. It's a people thing. Like Christians right. have ruined it. Right. God didn't ruin anything. Jesus hasn't ruined anything. The people have ruined everything um, from the bigotry to the uh, racism to you name it, it's been uh, the church is soiled with this mentality that we're better than everybody. Yeah, and that's not what Jesus taught. Right. Even 
And it makes me sad because I, I read here from Pastor Kevin Rogers, and he wrote a letter, an open letter to his congregation, which was posted online um, for his church to read or whatever, and he addresses a lot of things that were going on in Harris's yeah. life. One of the, the, well, the connection here is they're friends. Um, Rogers was one of his mentors. Um, they basically, uh, worked at the same church. Um, so (sighs) Rogers called for the congregation to pray for Harris and for God, the God of all grace, all the God of all grace and power to give him a fresh resolve in his fight for faith. I just, yeah, <laughs> this is just the, it's the time that we live in now. It's it's like it's the we, culture. He has gone astray. We need to pray for him because he, he's not a member of our club anymore. Yeah. Uh, it, that's what it's become is one big club. And it doesn't address it. Never once does it, does Anyone who has anything negative to say, no one has stopped and said, well, does he still believe in God? Right. It's but, just he, he doesn't have a label on what he believes. That's what he's saying. He's saying, everything I know about Christianity, I'm not a Christian. Yeah. And then he Christianity. Lists, right. And yeah. then he lists reasons why. The corruption, the, the hypocrisy, and... The fact that the Church of Jesus isn't the Church of Jesus—it's yeah. not—it's not pursuing what Jesus wanted for us, and He is just one of many, including ourselves, who have recognized that they are involved in something that mm, isn't quite what Jesus wanted, and yeah. and wanted to strip away everything that they thought they believed in, yeah. and search for truth for themselves. Yeah. Just one of the many. Yeah. And I, uh, post-Christian is, I think, would, would be the best thing to label him. Um, I, I still feel like that's the best thing to label me Yeah, right now. I, I um, feel like I'm post-Christian as well. Because, uh, and I don't, again, I, I couldn't find anything on it either from what I've tried to look up. On his viewpoints of where do you stand with your relationship with Christ. Just no being, one has asked. Right. No one's asked. That's why we don't have any type of information on it. But I don't think that this guy who has gone this long with being involved in the Christian community uh, can can say, no, I don't believe in God anymore. I don't think that's what's happening here. He just, uh, him and a lot of other people, including us, have seen how bad Christianity has gotten and it's not something that we want to be if that's what it is then I'm not that don't right. call me that don't call me that um because that that is not it's, god the sad thing is it's it's the only term we have yeah. and it's become so tainted you know what yeah. i'm saying like i'll even refer cuz it's the easiest go to you know I, to say something you know this person isn't Christian or that's not the Christian. That's yeah, not Christ like, or, yeah. you know, that's, that's just that that's, that's just so easy to say because it's all we've had for yeah. so long. 
But like I said last week, this movement, it, people are starting to realize that they don't want to be a part of what this last yeah. 200, 300 years of Christianity has been. Yeah. Especially Americanism, yeah. Christianity. Not even Western Christianity, American Christianity. People are starting to say, this stuff doesn't add up. Because the more I read the Bible, the more I talk to God, the less sense what these people are doing are, are, are making. Right. The less sense of what I'm a part of is making. Yeah. And people are finally getting the balls enough yeah. to break away from it. Yeah. Because a lot of people won't do it. Yeah. A lot of people will realize or recognize what's going on and just kind of suck it up. There's, there's some people who are like, well, I'm going to change this. I'm yeah. going to change it. I'm going to make the change. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson said. Make that change. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this from the inside out. But they're, th- what they don't realize is they're up against hundreds of years of tradition of yeah. nonsense being drilled into generational yeah. people. That's, that's what we're up against. And that is so hard. Yeah. It's so hard to go up against generational education. Yeah. It's so hard to take someone whose granddaddy taught daddy, right. daddy taught them. Yeah. That that That's this is the, the way, way it is. is. Yeah. This is what we Don't it's ask questions. So hard to get someone to turn away from that. But there and you can call it yeah, I mean it could be the internet, it could just be evolution. I don't know. It it's it's uh, it's a growing trend. I call it the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Spirit, absolutely. Telling uh, telling yourself it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to doubt something. Um, in fact, I think that God encourages that because that makes your faith in him a little bit more legit rather than just being told this is what you're supposed to believe. Draw your own conclusions by doing your own research. Search. Uh, do you, do your own research, search your heart, see if you still feel the same way about it. And if you do, great. But don't do it just because you've been told that's how you are supposed to do things and the way you're supposed to think about things. Right. And the answer, because the Bible says, that doesn't that doesn't Every, cut it either. Everything. Everything. Because the read, Bible says. The, well, the Bible says. But that's a go-to. Yeah. The Bible tells me this. Well, I'm not getting that from the Bible. I am ninety nine point nine percent sure you didn't read that somewhere in the Bible. <laughs> right. Well, this is what God says. This is what the Bible says. Yeah. Well, I'm reading the same thing, and I, that's not what I'm getting. <laughs> like so. I, and the Bible is meant to be your own interpretation of these things as well. Well, and he, here's what people run into. They run into, all right, I'm reading something or I heard something discussed in church or whatever. And I'm not taking away from it. What the preacher is telling me I should take away from it. So I'm going to go ask, okay, sure. Inquisitive guy, blah, 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 blah. Walk up. Hey, how's it going? You know, man of God, you know, (laughs) you said this, this, and this, and it correlates with the Bible. Well, that's not what I get from that. Why is it different? And what most people do is the man of God will say, well, this and this and this means this. And they go, okay, 
And then leave it at that. And leave it at that yeah. and abandon their own thought. Right. And abandon their own question. Yeah. Because this guy is supposed to have all the answers. Right. Well, that's stupid. That's dumb. Yeah. You know, it, one person's take on something shouldn't matter that much. No. One human being no. who ask, is not divine. Ask several people. Think about the people who who you, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I, I guess it would be respect. The, the, think of some people that you respect their opinion more than anybody when it comes to spiritual matters because you have one. Everyone's got got somebody in their life, more, and it's usually more than one person. Approach those people, get their opinion on something, and if you still have your doubts, then tell them. and Be like, well, I just I feel this way about it. And see what their reaction is. Because if it is anything that is immediately defensive or uh, or turns it right around and attacks you for it, there's something wrong. There's Yeah, red flag. Red flags thrown up everywhere. Red you know? flag. And the more I learn and study, here's a perfect example of people who latched onto one person's way of thinking and yeah. it, it has snowballed. Oh, yeah. John Calvin. Yeah, Excuse oh, me. gosh, yeah. The Cal- Calvinistic approach to faith is yeah. the most ridiculous, is the <laughs> most, it's scary. It is scary. If you if you don't know, if you've met a Calvinist, then you haven't met one because they'll tell you that they're a Calvinist and they'll tell you that they are right. They will tell you that this is the only way. They are normally someone who thinks they are, they are smarter than what they truly are. A Calvinist is... Uh, uh, basically, uh, the same thing as a CrossFitter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In the sense that they're probably going to tell you. But here you have one, one person who gave an interpretation of what they thought right. religion, faith should be. And it has snowballed because so many people are, are latching on to it. Yeah. Instead of following what the Holy Spirit reveals to them. Right. Through the story and the works and the message of Jesus, yeah, they're latching on to some dude, sure, and his opinion, yeah. and it's lasted for years, yeah. so many years, yeah. It's scary, man. It is. It's terrifying. Um. Well, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll dive into a little bit more about this and uh, some similar stories. Uh, we'll be right back. What's up, everyone? This is Brian. And this is Blake. We are from the Not Religious Podcast. And we're so stoked to tell you about our new sponsor that we got for the show, and that is Agape Attire. Finally, Brian. You heard the man, Agape Attire. Yep. And if you go over to agapeattire.com right now and uh, shop their catalog, use our promo code, Not Religious, for 15% off your order. 15. 15%. That's right. You can't you can't get it better than that. You cannot beat it at all, Brian. Don't forget, go to agapeattire.com, use the promo code not religious, get your 15%. Dang. Hey, welcome back. Okay. <laughs> I was given this wonderful radio voice and I want to use it somewhere. You need to go on radio and but- use it. No, radio is dead, son. It's all about podcasting. Oh, okay. Um, so I have a similar 
story. Do you have anything else about Joshua Harris? No, go ahead. Talk about anyway. A similar story to kind of what's happening with John Harris. John Harris. (laughs) That's where I work. Joshua Harris. Um, and, uh, uh, and what happened with Under Oath and a few other Christian bands and things like that. There's a hardcore band called Gideon that has been around for a little bit and, uh, big time Christian, you know, hardcore band, uh, who has recently found themselves kind of in the same boat. This comes from Kerrang.com. Uh, Gideon gave up Christianity and made their best album to date. Um, Hmm. let's see for many losing faith in God is a harrowing experience for Alabama metalcore quartet Gideon. The process was not only difficult, but unspeakably liberating raised as Southern Baptists. The members of Gideon were quickly shoehorned in the Christian hardcore scene shortly after forming. But over the years, the band began to notice the cracks in the logic of those around them. And eventually they realized that so much of what they'd been taught and what they'd surrounded themselves with as a band didn't align itself with what they truly believed. Quote, We're just very open-minded and love making friends with people, said vocalist and guitarist Tyler Riley. Um, and we didn't understand why. If they believed something, if they believed something else, they would go to a different place when they die. I think that's what kind of opened the door for me, making all these friends that believe totally different things to me and having to ask myself. Um uh, what did they do to, to deserve this? Asks drummer Jake Smelly. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did they do to deserve hell? Says Tyler. I think that's what started it Started it with me and seeing a lot of corruption in the church when I could go back home. Um, also, their new album, um, it's called Out of Control, mm-hmm. uh, also has a parental advisory <laughs> sticker on <laughs> cover, just like uh, Under Oath's last album. Um, through the process... Uh, excuse me, though the process was at times heartbreaking, Gideon's change of faith bore impressive fruit. The band's upcoming album, um, Out of Control, is a hard-hitting reinvigoration of their sound um, imbued with a layer of abandon and vehemence and uh, that will no doubt garner them a whole new fan base. And though they have lost some followers with the dismal, uh, the dismal of their faith, the band's new direction is uh, is such that those fair weather fans who can't see beyond their religious, um, their religious moors only toss fuel on Gideon's fire quote. I think that's where a lot of the aggression comes from on this album says Jake, uh, whether it be people commenting our families at home, friends that have been there since we were kids. It's one of those things where you feel like everyone's watching you and judging you for how you act, uh, how you're acting in life. There's a lot of aggression that needs to get out and it came out perfectly in these songs. So do they, they don't believe in God any, anymore at all? Um, so it's, I think it's just, it's similar to what's happening with everyone else. It's not that they don't believe uh, in God anymore. It's just, they can't, they can't call themselves Christians anymore. Gotcha. gotcha. They can't call themselves a Christian band anymore. One of the, as we learned from our Christian metal mm-hmm. episode, Calling yourself a Christian band puts you in such a box it's almost impossible to get out of, mm-hmm. especially when you're so musically inclined and you want to get artistic or you want to branch out and try new things. You are in such a limited spot. You can't say this. You can't talk about this. Can't do this. Can't play this. Do and you think that's why Flame is unhappy? It might be. <laughs> He needs to get out, Mr. Flame. You need to get out that box. Mr. Flame. 
Mr. Flame, do yourself a service and just get out of the Christian rap scene. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's barely existing now. I think mm. a lot of those guys, you know, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't, I look, Lecrae is not in that scene. Any, well, I guess he kind of is, but you know, he's got a very different viewpoint of the whole thing. So, Andy Minio's right there with him. Yeah, I would say it's starting. It's plateaued and it's starting its way. Yeah. Kind of, it's either leveling out or starting to go down. Yeah. Because the only one making any kind of noise anymore right. is Andy Minio and Social Club Misfits and guys like that. Yeah. But that's a whole, that's hip hop. Yeah. You know, that's a whole new, f- different thing than what Lecrae was trying to do. Right. And Flame and, you know, they wanted to be true rap. Rap and hip hop are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Two di- hip hop, you can do anything you want. Yeah. You can incorporate Latin music. You can yeah. techno music, you know, metal music. Yeah. That's hip hop. Right. Rap is just straight lyrical to a beat. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, we got off track. No, no, but I mean, it's, we can bring it back around. I mean, it's, uh, even NF, I I don't know what's going on with him lately. I know the other day, Alec played me some of his newer stuff. I like it, but, uh, that guy drew a lot of influence from Eminem and Eminem is definitely not a Christian artist, but at the same time, he's an artist. Right. You know, so there is, uh, he doesn't have any boundaries. He can literally do whatever he wants. Kanye West can do whatever he wants because he never labeled himself as a Christian rapper. Yeah. Um, now look at him. I mean, he's, right. you know, putting out worship music, but he can right. do that. So, but the minute that you label yourself a Christian band. Oh, it's not real worship music, Blake. Don't. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it is worship music. He's, he does, it's not worshiping yes. Yahweh and God. It's of the devil. <laughs> But you know what? That just <laughs> shut the crap up. I'm so freaking get out of his freaking life, it's not, man. It's not real worship music. God. See? Like they don't know him. Right. People don't freaking know Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, a little sorry. He's a little out there, man. Oh, but he's weird. Crazy weird. But, but he's talented. But no one knows what yeah. his spirit and his relationship is yeah. with God and what he shut up. Yeah. So Christian, you, you, the second you put Christian at the, the, the title. Yeah. You're in the nail on the head. You're in even, even a Christian author like Joshua Harris. That's right. For a Christian author to number at to first get a divorce, especially oh, when he was, no, no. when he talked about wrote about relationships. Yeah. Christ-like relationships. Yeah. Number one, that's bad. Right. And then you're going to go on and say, I don't buy this Christian story Yeah. that I'm being sold anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's if he ever writes another book. Clayton Jennings, too, you know? Yeah, he's got mental problems. He's got mental problems, but he's a human being, man. True. And he's angry. Yeah. Like, leave him alone. Yeah. He's angry. He's going, like, listen, he's... This man is upset about what is happening 
in the church too. Yeah, he and is. He's going to tell he's you. He's got a good point. But he is a human being, and he sta- he stands behind everything that he says. He does. He back. Yep. And he listen, owns it. Yeah, he owns it, man. And I think that's that's the difference with a lot of people. That's a lot of that's something that a lot of Christians cannot do. Yeah. So they he can, can never he, right. Own he he'll flip faults. the bird and you know cuss or whatever and and own it and say, yeah. listen, that was wrong. Yeah. I should have never done that, right. but I did it. I'm yeah. human. He's not using. And I'm angry. But he's not using that as an excuse. Yeah. You see, evangelical Americanism Christian would yeah. say, well, he, first of all, the Holy Spirit would never let you do that. If the Holy Spirit dwelled in your body, you would never be able to do those things. Yeah. That's bull crap, yeah, number one. Because when you hit the buffet on Sunday and, oh. you, and, and you're loading up plates or you're cheating on your taxes <laughs> or, or you're you know, uttering that racist crap under your breath, yep. you know, shut yeah. up just yeah. because homeboy's flicking the bird yeah. and saying, dropping an F bomb. He's owning it. He said, yeah. I should have never done that. I'm human. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take it from a, uh, I'm not going to listen to a, a 300, 400 pound preacher telling me that drinking is wrong. Right. You know, like, come on, man. Like put the Twinkie down, put that Twinkie down. <laughs> No, but seriously, you know, and <laughs> here I am idea. being, I, I don't want to listen again. I don't know people's life. People yep. could have thyroid problems or, or whatever. Probably don't though. Probably don't. <laughs> and the Southern You're Christian pastors, there is a tendency for them to be overweight. Yeah. Sure. And the older they get, the more weight they put on. Right. Yeah. But still. But still. Yeah. Don't come at me with that right. whenever you won't admit to your anyway. Yeah, that's your what I'm anger, saying. Your anger that, issues. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, man. Here's the, No queers in my church. You hear that? God. No no sinners in my church. No drunks or, or whatever. You that know? Is, that is... Listen. Oh, my God. But you so. got homeboy, you know, hitting Shoney's buffet. <laughs> cheating on his taxes. Yeah. <laughs> uttering racist crap under his breath, <laughs> punching walls. Whoa. Whoa. You know, Easy I mean, Kyle. there's, <laughs> <laughs> but there's all kinds of stuff there, man. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff there. Yeah. So, and, and that's the problem with this C word. That's the problem with I'm Christianity. Sorry, <laughs> that's yeah. the problem with it. Yeah. Is it, it's just gotten out of control, man. Yeah. It's gotten out of control. We need half of half of less churches, yeah, and more people just trying to figure things out. Yeah, I would say we we need about a quarter of the churches that we have now. Yeah, the the second you start treating your church like a country club is where you've got it all wrong. You- I'm but listen, I'm okay with. Having pride in your church. Sure. Pride, pride is one thing. Being proud of them. Being exclusive is another. And representing your church as a brand when when Yeah. When your church is more recognized for its name or its building than it is for Jesus yeah. or what they do in the community. Right. I think Mark Yeah. Hit on that. Yeah. Last Sunday. He did, yeah. He said something like that. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't, you shouldn't know a church by its name or by its building or what colors 
they always have known what the crap are they doing for God in the community. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, Well, why don't we take another break, and when we come back, I think we'll just uh, we'll get this thing wrapped up. How about that, Brian? Do it. Okay. Oh, hey, Brian, what's up? Um, I just saw you over there squatting 800 pounds, and I noticed your shirt that you're wearing. That's right. I wouldn't be able to squat like I do if I didn't have the faith of Jesus on my chest. This is my active faith sports shirt. That's amazing. Hey, Brian, where can I get one of those shirts? If you head on over to Active faithsports.com use the promo code nrp116 you could get 15 percent off no way way <laughs> okay i'm gonna go do that right now you better and get swole like me that's right welcome back welcome back. welcome back so talking about going back to last week a little bit yeah. And we, we've kind of brought it up a couple times tonight. Here, I, have a, I have a big problem with today's Christian word, definition, yeah. people, whatever, Christianity as a whole. One, one of my hangups is the, the allegiance to people. To the allegiance to leadership or the allegiance to a denomination. Yeah. That bothers the crap out of me. Yeah. I I was a part of, you know, I had an allegiance like that. Yeah. We were there. Yeah. But, and I was, and I'll own it, man. Like I thought we were the bee's knees. And, you know, there there is is no no other. other, Right. You know, I thought that because I was told that. Yeah. But I believed it. Yeah. But now, I, I, don't, I, I can't buy into it. No. I, and, and it bothers me when I see people just push that allegiance towards a person or a denomination or, or something instead of to Jesus. Yeah. It just, it, it irks me. Yeah. And it makes me sad, too. And it definitely makes me sad. Same, same thing as what we hit on last week with the Americanism, that religion that has become. Yeah. And if I were to ask you, Blake, because we're getting into a political season. I hadn't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. And my Facebook is just riddled with the way our country used to be. Our country used to be this. We're, you know, we we want it to go back to... How it was and yeah. all this stuff. If I if I were to ask you, if you were a middle aged conservative evangelical man, yeah, and I were to say who was the greatest president you've ever known, yeah, or whatever, who would you say? It my own my no no the you're greatest a, the greatest president ever. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like you're sure. a middle aged evangelical guy. Straight conservative. Ronald Reagan. There you go. Yeah. Every time. Every single time. Yep. Every time. And I just wanted to bring this up because this has come out in the news recently. Okay. And this is one reason why I, I find fault in Christians, evangelical 
conservatives putting all their faith into one person. Okay. Because Ronald Reagan, for all intents and purposes, as you know him, is... I'm glad you used that phrase right, by the way. Intense, intense and, and purposes. purposes. Not right. intensive purposes. No, intense and purposes. <laughs> as you know of him, greatest leader America ever had. Yeah. Tell, tell me tell me more. I'm going to read something. Okay. The day after the United Nations voted to recognize the People's Republic of China, then California Governor Ronald Reagan phoned President Richard Nixon at the White House and vented his frustration at the delegates who had sided against the United States. Last night, I tell you to watch that thing on television as I did, Reagan said. Nixon replied, yeah. Reagan forged ahead with his complaint. To see, to see those monkeys from those African countries, damn them, they're still uncomfortably wearing shoes. And Nixon laughed. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, I think Reagan's ghost just <laughs> tried, to, tried to interfere because all the lights just flickered. Well, listen. Be careful. Listen. God, that's horrible. Yeah. So, listen. So, this is when Nixon was president. We yeah. all know he tape recorded everything. Yeah. Every every phone call, everything that happened in the Oval Office, yeah. there's a record of. Yeah. There's been a long underground movement to say there's more to Ronald Reagan than what people knew of. Man. So, when these tapes, they're finally getting transcribed and listened to for public record. Yeah. So, when this surfaced, people... It started gaining some traction. Yeah. Now, here's my deal. I have said things, horrible things, mm -hmm. horrible things, mm -hmm. as a younger man. Yeah. As an immature man. Yeah. As a kid, as a teenager, early 20s, horrible things. Yeah. I own them. Yeah. I've, I've called people faggots. I've, I've, I've dropped the N-bomb. Gosh, Brian. I own it. It was, it was when I was dumb. It was when I was immature. Yeah. And I didn't have a firm grasp on what I was talking about. Yeah. I remember using the N-word when I was 16 years old. That was the only time that I could remember yeah. using it. Yeah. And I didn't have a firm grasp on what I was saying or what I was doing or the impact it would have, not only on my life, but on someone else's life. Yeah. I own that. Yeah. We're not talking about a young, immature kid here. No. Because you man. can excuse that. Yeah. You can excuse, well, he didn't know. Yeah. Well, he was young. Yeah. That's not what he really thinks. We're talking about a 69-year-old man. Yeah. Oh, he knew. He knew exactly. Who has yeah. definitely matured in his ideologies, who has right. matured in his life, yeah. Outlooks. Yeah. He knew what he was saying mm -hmm. and he said it. Man, that's rough. So here's the deal. When you put that kind of goal, when you put that person on that pedestal, 
they're going to get knocked off. Yeah. When you put the faith in them, they're going to get knocked off every single time. Yeah. Oh, the greatest leader America ever had. Yeah, that's great. He was a freaking racist. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't racist towards American blacks. Or American African Americans. Oh, good. Oh, good. He was just racist uh, to the rest uh, of them. The rest of them. That's awesome. Oh, he helped, you know, lesser, you know, communities. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But we know what it, we we see what he was really thinking. Mm -hmm. Every single time when that allegiance goes towards a person, yeah, it's going to get shot down. Whether it's a, president or it's a pastor or it's a rapper uh they are still human beings and to think that they are not is scary because because when things finally come out people can't handle it that's right um that's right and we're seeing the same thing happen now with trump yeah You, you know what i'm saying yeah but but here's my Here's the reason I brought all this up. It's because people are putting that faith in an American leader and their American agenda instead of in what God wants, what Jesus stood for, and what the Holy Spirit guides you to do. Right. It's all about my political right-wing American stance. And and listen, the political left is just as bad. Yeah. Just as bad. Sure. Because we're people. Exactly. We're all people. But we're putting all that faith into this idea that America comes before God. Yeah. And we see it time and time and time and time and time and time again. The amount of allegiance people or the amount of respect that people give Ronald Reagan. Yeah. They should, she was like a god they should, to a lot of people. Right. They yeah. should put that same respect into what Jesus taught. And if they did, we yeah. wouldn't be in the mess we're in. Sure. Now. And, I, and I know where people are coming from. I get that. Because these are people that you can see. These are the physical bodies that you, their image of their face is burned into your brain. And so everything that you do regarding your faith, if that's, you know, if that's what it is, is for those people. So it's easy to put a political leader or a pastor in such a high regard because they're a man of God or whatever. They're humans. At the end of the day, they're humans. They have human thoughts, human qualities. They're sinners. They're sinners. We're all sinners. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're not a sinner. That man behind your pulpit, guess what? He's a sinner. No matter what he tells you. Right. He's a sinner. Right. And so probably the you. biggest one. <laughs> could be. Could be. <laughs> and, and I think it's it's dangerous for a lot of pastors too, because I think not only do they have a whole congregation think that they are on this higher level, um, but they start to think that about themselves too, especially right. if they've been because doing they it for belong a while. to they right. belong to something. Right. Right. That 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 person's involved involved in. Yeah. And his greatness or yeah. their their what they're doing or what they possess or what they hold trickles down to them. Yeah. And I, and and hey man, it all comes out eventually. At some point stuff comes out. 
I, like you said, that was forever ago, but it's yeah. starting to come out now. Right. Um, be careful about who you hold in such a high regard because there's probably, there's a, there's a paper trail. I'm sure that can eventually be traced back and, and you, this stuff will come out. Just don't set yourself up right. for disappointment. Right. With these types of, these types of things. Right. So whether it be Joshua Harris and his, and his books or Gideon and their, you know, their Christian metal scene, they're people. Right. Okay. And if anything, these are the types of people that you need to be listening to more because they have a different way of thinking now. Right. Um, they've matured. They've matured so much in their faith that they're renouncing it now. <laughs> right. The, but that's renouncing the Christianity side of it. Not God. Not Jesus. Still don't know that about any of these guys. Right. Whether it's Gideon or Under Oath or or Joshua Harris. The they're just they're done with that term. It's so tainted and it's been ruined. They've graduated from Yeah. <laughs> They've graduated from Christianity. Right. To the post Christians. To the post <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't either. People hear post Christian and, and think it's because you're taking away the only word that described a follower of Christ for the right. last thousand years. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, people are going to have a problem with that. Yeah. It'll be all right. Anyway. Anyway. Well, that's good, Brian. That's good. That was real good. Um, what are you, uh, what are you listening to this week? So I finally, not finally, <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the right thing. So a couple episodes ago, I said I listened to a band that your sister Greta referred me to. Yeah. And it was the wrong band. (laughs) But it was still good. It was still good. It was good. It was good. But so like this week is the correct band. The correct one. Yeah. And it's called Dead Poetic. Dead Poetic. Dead Poet Society. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can see how that could get confused. Oh yeah, sure. It's very similar. Um, So yeah, this is uh, New Medicines by Dead Poetic. that time yay yeah dead poetic and i've heard i heard i've heard that yeah definitely (laughs) i've heard that song before yeah she told me to listen to it yeah i just didn't know who did it 
They come up on my Emory. Yeah, that's where I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you listening to, Blinkly? Um, Well, Blink has some new music out. Mm -hmm. Whether you think it's Blink or not. It's not. Well, um, they've dropped a few songs from their upcoming album entitled Nine. Um, And uh, it's about four songs. They're pretty good. Um, This one's definitely my favorite one. I've hit repeat a few times on it. So um, here's a uh, here's a new some new uh, Blink One Eighty Two. This is called Dark Side. She's a girl dressed in black from another world. Listen, breathes like a girl from another world. She don't know my name. She don't have the time of day. I like it. Yeah, Travis Barker's new band is awesome. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, uh, so Travis Barker liked your tra- yeah. So I, I didn't want to make a big deal about it or yeah, anything, you should. but yeah, Travis Barker liked my picture on Instagram. Yeah, he did. No biggie, whatever. You know, me and old T Rav. You know, did you tag him in it? Uh, no, he follows me. Duh. Oh. Um, anyway. Oh, okay. I'll see how that works. <laughs> anyway, um, it just so happened to be a, pa- a picture of him mm-hmm. that he was tagged in, but whatever. Um, so no, you no did tag deal. him in it. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering how he knew. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he follows me. Because he follows you on Instagram. Yeah. Liar. Uh, liar. No, I like the new blink. Uh, some people are having a hard time with it. Um, listen, here's what I'm going to say. If you were a fan of Alkaline Trio, you can hear the Alkaline Trio influence. Yeah, definitely. So blink. I like it. But don't call yourself Blink. No, it's Blink. It's not. It's Blink. No. It's Blink. Um, no. The, did you ever listen to anything from the Neighborhoods album by Blink-182? So that's the last one they did with Tom DeLonge. That, that I would to have me, to hear it. You know there's a few that I really like. Uh Wishing Well is my favorite one from that album. And I would yeah, say yeah, it's yeah, definitely okay. one of my favorite Blink songs ever. But I would, I, I have a hard time accepting that as a Blink album because it sounds so much like Angels and Airwaves. So that was when they came back. They hadn't put out an album in forever. They come back, do this album, and I was like, crap, this is Angels and Airwaves. It's not Blink. Um, so when California came out, I was like, there we go. I'm, I'm in it. It's just Tom DeLonge checked out, man. Aliens. That's, that's all he cares about. And right. that's great. That's fine. I, well, I mean, I, I the country needs him. The country needs the Tom world. DeLong. The world needs, needs Tom DeLonge right now. So, Tom, keep doing what you're doing. Definitely. Um, LeBron, saving the world. Saving the world from them aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I love that. That's what we're going. We're going to see them aliens. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right. You got anything else you want to add, Brian? No. Uh, next week we'll got? be in Texas. Yeah, man. Taking we'll this on Texas. the road. Got some special guests lined up for next week while we're in Texas. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, can't That's wait. It. That's going to be fun. Um, be fun. All right. Well, you can find us on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram. All you got to do is just search for the Not Religious Podcast. Whatever platform that you are currently leave, listening to this on, if you don't mind, do us a favor. Go drop some stars. Leave us a review um, and a rating. It helps us out. Um, we'll, we promise you that we will read your review um, right here on the show, whether it is good or if it's bad. Or indifferent. Or indifferent. <laughs> uh, we're part of the Coming Right Up Network. You can catch us every Sunday night at 5.30 uh, Central Standard Time, comingrightup.org. Um, and while you're there, go ahead and check out the rest of the shows they have because um, they're sweet, just like relevant to our interests. I really like that show right now. Those guys are awesome. Go check them out and uh, tell them that we sent you. Um, we and, got some uh, new sponsors. We got some new sponsors. We're going to record some promos for here in just a little bit. Um, so thank you to all of our ad sponsors. You guys are wonderful. Um, and yeah. we love working with you. Really, really excited about what is to come for Not Religious Podcast. Yes. Yeah, we're the best cast in the land. Um, the what? Bef- sorry. The, the best, best pod- podcast. Sure. Um, and before we go, I've got, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got some advice for Christians. Um have someone proofread your marquees. Okay. Because eat the devil's corn and you'll <laughs> choke on his cob. Probably wasn't the best idea. <laughs> so here's to you, Mount Carmel United Methodist Church. <laughs> anyway. All right, Brian. <laughs> Mount Carmel. Yeah. Waco. Be nice to one another. Is that? No yeah. way! Oh! Oh! <laughs> All right. See y'all next week. <laughs>